Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and mindset coach, KB. On the Just Being Honest podcast show, we are dedicated to educate the public about how to live a purely toxic-free lifestyle. By eliminating and dramatically reducing the use of many products and lifestyle threats that contain these harmful ingredients that often bombard our life in a mysterious manner, we too can all as a collective whole become healthier and mentally wealthier. So join me on the ride. We're getting deep. Okay, so we are nearing the last pivotal part of the year, very potent. Um, But then also, I want to kind of point out that we really need our strength. We really need our stamina still. And we're moving into that like really golden time of holiday season where it's extra stressful. Perhaps all these like emotions are coming up around you. So I want you to realize what is breeding like a compound interest of toxicity within your blood, right? What's stirring up at the bottom of your gut, maybe up into your chest, maybe rattling inside your brain? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it self, right? Are you repeating patterns that do not serve you? Maybe lifestyle habits? Maybe imbibing too much? I love that word, imbibing. So I kind of wanted to do this episode just because um, it's a really good one, actually. But toxic stress, I want to go into that more and more and more about, you know, the compound interest from childhood. But this one is more about emotional addiction. Um, and that could be as a part to anything, like receiving a gift, right? Receiving an invitation, or just how we are dealing with family and friends. All right? Or ourself, as I mentioned before. So... um. I kind of want to point something out there. The season of giving, right? It's been called the season of giving, but I don't think that because I think it's like, well, what are you giving? Is it a tangible item? Is it a consumerism-based item? Or is it more of an energetic item, right? Are you giving your own good (laughs) juju out there? There's a lot of people in the world that Look at this time. Oh my gosh, what should I get this person? What should I get that person? Is it going to be perfect? Is the table going to be set right? You know, will they be mad at me if they don't get anything? You know, what do I even get them? And it's turned into this really weirdly marketed, weirdly, it's like such a little word, but just like fucked up (laughs) marketed world of consumerism where people ask for things or they don't ask for things and they still get things and kids ask for things yet they don't use them and then they like end up in the landfills time and time and time and time and time again so I'm curious how are you going to create a new tradition around these holidays to make them healthier And when I say healthier, I mean mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because when I was a young child, I remember during holiday mornings where we'd get all those gifts that were wrapped underneath the tree, just as one of them. And 
and you'd be like, oh my gosh, what's in there? Like, And you almost didn't want to open them up just because you didn't want to be disappointed at the end of opening up all the gifts. Is that like a familiar feeling to any of you or is it just me? I find that really sick, really disgusting. But there is that kind of like depressive lull that happens after all the mingling to many people. And I'm making a huge effort in the family that I've established right now in my life that I don't want that. I want the season of giving to be like giving our time to one another, giving our energy to one another, giving our dance moves to one another, giving our hugs, our kisses, and embraces, all of that, our stories. Why can't it be that easy? Honestly, it may sound really geeky, but I'm just going to like wrap myself up in a bow and be like, here, you get to spend time with me. I think that's why those like giving your parents like coupon books of like time with you, you know, when you were younger was like so cherishable because it's like, that's all you need. That's all you need. Kids need guidance. They need your ears. They need to be listened to, right? Adults need the same thing touch perhaps. So with that being said, this episode's really kind of also into emotional addiction, right? How do we jump into that? But I wanted to um, say a couple of things about the holidays first and foremost, because I think it's something to truly think about. Just marinate on that a little bit. All right. I'm so grateful for you all. I also wanted to say that I'm taking a little winter break for myself. I'm going to spend time with family and friends and do a little bit of traveling. So follow me on Instagram at JustBeAnHonestKB and make sure you send a note and I will be in touch there. We have so many beautiful things to come in 2023. So we need all of our rest and nurturing for the year to come ahead. I cannot wait. It's been a beautiful year so far, but I am so set upon creating the visions for the next year. And I know you will love to take a wild ride with me. So I will see you in 2023. I hope you guys are all well. I'll be live on Instagram every so often. So if you miss me on the pod, There's so many to listen back to and um, make sure that you send me a note in Instagram. All right, on to the show. We are taught to feel and accept our emotions, but truly, what about when your emotions actually become an addiction? Okay, so this concept is pretty foreign in the system of psychology, which is based around the analyzation of emotions. In this episode, I really start to break down um, all about emotional addiction. I think it is perfect for every sort of season in life that we deal with, but I was truly inspired by a book I'm reading, and so I'm going to kind of borrow some knowledge bombs that I've cultivated along the way from some blog posts that I've read to some books that I'm reading, all of my resources. So here's a little fun bucket of knowledge for you. 
Um, as I mentioned, emotional addiction, right? Emotional addiction, toxic stress that can come from that, that compounding interest deep within your veins. Am I right? Like, am I right? Do you viscerally feel that at times? And that confusion of state, like, why am I feeling this way? I want to ask you a question. Do you ever feel emotions on repeat? Think about that. Just sit with it. Better yet, do you fall victim to continuously finding yourself subconsciously setting up situations where you experience the same or similar event of emotions, even though you're telling yourself that you want to make a change? Absorb that one. Take a moment. You know, few, like few people truly understand the chemical cocktail of human emotion. Am I right? And I completely understand. I mean, it can be very, very confusing at times. It is a complex mix, right? And you're the mixologist, Ugh, right? So it's time to sober up. Emotions begin with thought. And as the thinkers of our thoughts, they do not define us, right? But we have too many thoughts in a day to even count. And most of these thoughts are habitual. We have them day in, day out, day after day, on and on and on. And because we do not or have not created a separation from thoughts, we assign a meaning to those thoughts, assuming that they're absolutely 100% true. So it's when we assign meaning of thoughts that form our emotions, that's when sometimes we can be stuck in a sticky situation. So when we feel this emotion, there is a cellular change that actually happens within the body. Neurotransmitters are released and the psych psychology, basically the physiology, better words for it, of the body actually shifts. The physiology. So as our physiology shifts, the neural pathways in the brain fire and wire in response to that. So by feeling and reacting habitually, this actually strengthens neural pathways, which will make us subconsciously seek the same emotion. I'm going to say that again. Feeling and reacting habitually strengthens neural pathways, which will make us subconsciously seek the same emotion. Now, an emotional addiction is when the body becomes dependent on our own chemical responses. And this cycle changes the, the reward center of the brain. So, Addiction, reward centers, yeah, something happens here, right? So even if the emotion makes us miserable, the rush of neurotransmitters are a reward. That rush, right? So addiction usually means being addicted to an external substance or behavior. For example, food addiction, very well known, or sex addiction, also very well known. But it is also possible to be addicted to our own internal chemical cocktails. Now, 
Most people who struggle with any kind of addiction are aware, at least on some level, of the issues their addiction is causing them. And emotional addiction is different because we're living and breathing the emotional experience so closely, it literally is beyond our scope of awareness. Beyond. Okay, so in order to break emotional addiction, you have to become conscious, fully conscious, to your own patterns. Now, become aware of the emotions you are trying to get your fix from? Yeah, that's a question. Become aware. Here are some easy steps of how you can start. The first being... Make an intention to observe your emotions. Okay, so this sounds very simple, but it's actually quite difficult because we rarely observe our emotions before responding to them. Okay? Respond, react, reflect. Just some of the three. And you may think you don't have an emotional addiction because it seems like it's just part of you, right? It just makes you you. But I want you to put reminders, perhaps in your phone, on a notes sheet, maybe you journal, right? Make this intention visual to you. Make it a reminder. And by doing this, it will actually help you become conscious to the subconscious. And I want you to watch closely how you feel in daily situations while scrolling through media programs like Instagram or even at work or watching the news, I don't know, when talking to friends and notice any patterns that come up or you act upon, respond, react, reflect, and note them accordingly. Now, these, actually, these observations may give you clues to your fix emotion. When I say fix, I'm talking about like fix, <laughs> drug, drug term, right? So the second one I kind of want to move on to is ask for input from someone you trust. Absolutely make sure you have trust in them. And through vulnerability, we do gain insight. If you have someone in your life, which I know you do, who you trust and who's willing to be open and honest with you, ask them. Ask them if they would give you input. Tell them that you are doing some personal development work um, and see if they'll find you in any particular emotion that you know may come up time and time again. So Often at times, other people, you know this as well as I do, and I know this as well as you do, other people can see what we cannot see in ourselves. Am I right? I'm just being honest. The third, commit to, and I love this the most, commit to a daily five-minute meditation. Five minutes. That's all you have to do. Okay? Okay, better yet. Start with 30 days of this. For 30 days, commit to doing five minutes of meditation no matter what. 
When you do this, I want you to watch the feelings. I want you to watch the emotions that come up while attempting to observe your thoughts. These will give you valuable feedback on the loops of your thoughts, which trigger all of the emotions. Okay, so as you're listening right now, you're probably like, oh my gosh, KB, this is going to take a lot of work. This is going to take a lot of commitment. And that's great. Emotional addictions take often at times years, 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 sometimes even decades to master or to resynchronize, right? Or even to develop. And you are 100% required to do a ton of this self-reflection. So why not start now? After you've identified your fix emotion, that fix, you know, what what are you getting your hit off of? You're ready to move forward. I promise. I promise you. It is totally 100% worth noting that this is not a time to dwell. It's not a time to kind of like sulk and be like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get there? Like, why so long? But when you find out what the emotion is, you will feel a lot of other emotions around this. I guarantee you. A lot of shame can maybe come up because you were unaware of your own behavior. Like, oh my gosh, so embarrassed. But I really want you to practice compassion and understand that any behavior can be changed with intention. Any behavior can be changed with intention. I want you to strictly move forward. I want you to have gratitude. Um, because this awareness that you have cultivated is beautiful. And that is what is going to propel you forward to change and freedom. So there is another step I want to like involve with this, another couple steps. And that is when we talked about the reward set, the reward system and addiction and the fix mentality that like, oof, that rush of the neurotransmitters, like, ooh, this feel good. These feel so good, right? So the first one, you know, I'm big on this. Focus on nutrition. The brain is an energy demanding organ right? It is constantly creating new pathways, as I mentioned before. It is constantly regenerating cells, yes, and it is constantly firing and wiring neurons countless, multiple, millions, billions, trillions times a day. You know, the brain, as many of us know, is primarily fat and is in constant communication with the gut, Via what I love, that gut-brain access, that, that mind-body connection, right? So since neurotransmitters like serotonin are primarily made in the gut, food becomes the greatest therapy for a healthy brain. And when you're working on a new habit, it's really important to give the brain proper nutrition, mm, proper yeah, to support the process. So my huge, probably number one rule to get started on this, remove processed foods like sugar, gluten, 
and replace them with only nutrient-dense ancestral foods. I like to say that, ancestral foods. Okay, so the next one with how to rewire the reward system in the brain is to use affirmations. Oh my gosh, right? You tell yourself you can and you're halfway there. So affirmations are an excellent way to reprogram the subconscious. When you know your fixed emotion, you can use these affirmations to change the neural pathways of the brain. Commit, 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 commit to doing daily affirmations and be patient. That's the big kicker there. Be patient. So it's so easy to make this happen and be done with it, but it does take time to make it a success. In my belief, morning is the best time to do them, these affirmations, because there's a beautiful time between waking up and moving into the constructs of the day that your mind is fully in a relaxed state. Another time with that is before bedtime. Whatever works for you, I want you to go with that and see if that is the best tool of day for you. But... (laughs) when you're trying to call in affirmations or like reaffirm yourself, I kind of want to point a little caution to you. When you are stressed, it's not going to work. It's not going to implant within your psyche. So during the day when you feel your emotions rising, use your mantra that you've created silently each time. You know, as the mind adjusts, You'll see your fix, emotion, you'll find it come up less and less. So I'm going to give an example. This was an example that I was reading about. And it said, you know, say your emotion was an addiction to sugar. That's, that's one of them. But I'm, you know, sometimes emotions could be like an emotion to anger, emotion to um, gossip, you know, emotion to... Um, narcissism, right? So say your emotion of addiction is to anger, right? Say it's to anger. Sorry, I think I said sugar before. (laughs) Um, I don't know why. But say it's to anger. And peace is the emotion you want to use to break this cycle of anger. So an affirmation for this would be I am peace. I choose peace. I control my emotions in any given situation. And my baseline emotion is peace. So, with that mantra, deliberately feel the peace throughout the body. I want you to imagine how peace feels. This is the most important part of the affirmation setting. If you can think it and feel it in your body, it's as if it's already true. Now, this is where affirmations gain their power to produce that real potent change, okay? And the last part of this, of the rewiring, is that I want you to expect resistance. It's kind of like, starting a new diet, right? Or a workout routine. Expect resistance. 
the brain is neuroplastic, right? It's malleable, meaning it can create new pathways based on conscious behavior at any time during life. So while this is fascinating, so fascinating and gives a lot of like hope and aspiration to a lot of people, it's also important that I kind of mention that you need to be very realistic that it does take a lot of work. Like any of those new trades you take on, right? You know, the mind always wants to go towards those comfort zones of familiarity and will protest when you try to change neural connectivity. So in this case, for this reason, it's important to take small blocks of time to do this work. Now, if you do too much at once, your brain, you better believe it, baby, will become fatigued. Fatigued very quickly of this subconscious reprogramming. And it will only work when the brain is in a rested and relaxed state. So when you feel overwhelmed, please, my tip, take a break. And slowly, over time, your brain will gain tolerance to these new activities if you do not go into that <laughs> that little overload state, right? Heated, heated, slow down, cool off. Um, yeah, so freedom from the chains of emotional addiction will not only create more happiness, joy within you, but it also does create full-functioning bodies, right? True vitality, true vigor, true health. And by allowing your body to rest from these chemical fixes, as I like to call them, it allows its physiological processes of that natural healing. Or what I like, that balance, that homeostasis fully set in place. You will start to see not only emotional benefits, but also physical ones as it regains its natural balance. Okay. Now, I could go on and on, but I want to leave this short and sweet episode with asking you one thing. Are you genuinely happy? Oh, wait, another question. Is your life actually moving in the way that you want it? Yeah, so many cool questions here. How are your relationships across the board? Yeah, there's so many other questions I could ask you, but those are just some of the few to get you kickstarted. With that being said, it's time for me, yours truly, KB, to sign off. (sighs) Until next time, thank you so much for those of you that have supported our show's organic growth over at Apple iTunes with a five-star rating and review. Please let me know if you do so. Send me a screenshot um, to my DMs at JustBeAnHonestKB, and I would be happy to share yours to the cyber world. And you never know, you may be the next one that I read as our testimonial review on the show. So until next time, it's been an honor. It's been an absolute pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao.
I truly cannot believe that the holiday season is already upon us. So you're probably thinking about all of the hectic and crazy demands that are upon you. Um, and what it seems to be like at the exact same time. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to help you this season. Um, think outside of the box upon gifts, right? Let's do something that gives back. Okay. So one thing that I like to support one company that I truly stand behind and I use every single day is Branch Basics. You know, I am a toxic free lifestyle advisor and I want to give you guys 15% off starter kits from Branch Basics Cleaning. Um, send it to some friends and family members. Help create a toxic free home. A lot of the times, the things that we spray in our houses, the chemicals, if they get heated up during the, you know, the heated season, we're turning on the heats, right? Those fumes go into your body. So a little bit about Branch Basics. They never set out to just sell soap. They truly are on a mission to help people create healthy homes and experience the true power of pure. The three founders, Marilee, Allison, and Kelly, started Branch Basics to help people toss the toxins and live healthy lives. They simply educate to the market to start with the removal of cleaning products that contain some of the most toxic chemicals found in our homes, and then add in the basics in cleaning with their all-in-one concentrate formula. Guys, I am telling you, this liquid gold goes a long way. Just ask everyone that has ever tried it. So join in as we get back to basics and discover the pure power of pure, right? I'd like to help you guys and your friends and families get started and um, let's get clean, toxic free style. Okay. 15% off, as I mentioned before, all starter kits over at Branch Basics using code HONEST. That's H-O-N-E-S-T. So give yourself a little bit of treat and share this month.